Hey, it's your OptiLive team with your OptiLive podcast. A rad program for personalized optimal living. Enjoy today's episode. Hey everybody, it's your OptiLive team. Of course, I'm Doug Anderson sitting next to Dr. Amy Banner. Eric Banner is over there. We have a Howdy. special guest who is not just a special guest, he's actually family. Love and this guy. he has been on the journey of a lifetime. We've been talking about this OptiLive stuff, breathe, eat, move, sleep. We've actually been living through Jacob Banner uh, For this sure. summer on his journey. Tell him a little bit about... Um, the Journey of Hope, tell them about the ability experience and what you did this summer. Yeah, so uh, Journey of Hope is a cross-country bike ride for people with disabilities. Um, my fraternity puts it on each year. It's a summer event, um, but my fraternity is the only fraternity, Pi Kappa Phi, has, which owns their own philanthropy, the ability experience. Um, and that started in 1977, but since 1987, people, um, actually Bruce Rogers, who started it, uh, decided to cross-country bike ride for uh, that's an unbelievable raise money yeah he yeah. did by himself God. to raise money for people for the building experience which is you know supports and raises funds and awareness for people with disabilities how much so. did you raise Jake this year with the um, over six thousand dollars that's crazy six hundred thousand no he 6, did six thousand you did six thousand but I mean all collectively it was over over half, half, half a million, million. wow mm-hmm. No, you would you would ride during the day. Of course, we all kept up with you because we all follow you. That little ball that goes on find a friend. We all kept up with you. But so you would ride. Uh, you know, sometimes you did over a hundred miles a day, and then you would get to a certain city, and then you would do. Yeah. So uh, pretty much. Uh, so the whole trip was fifty-eight days, um, and about every other day we had a friendship visit. So we actually met with organizations that. Um, help people with disabilities, either anywhere from, you know, big organizations that um, <clears throat> people with disabilities live, you know, live there, um, all the way to just, you know, small organizations that actually also raise funds with people with disabilities. Right. So, you know, meeting those, um, meeting their clients and uh, <clears throat> kind of, I guess, yeah. There are amazing experiences, I know, that uh, I can only imagine the thought of going across the country is one thing, (laughs) but then to share your evenings after a a hard day of work with um, people and sharing your love with people that, um, you know, I know you were saying a couple times they were um, just so appreciative to be able to hang with you. I know you read books to some of them, you had one that said, hey, read this book to me, and you know, it's neat. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of stories like that. I mean, I could go on forever, but um, no, it was definitely made. Those friendship visits definitely made the miles on oh, the bike yeah. worth it. Sure. Um, and when you're really struggling one day, you know, just look back and realize that it's for the bigger. There's a big, bigger picture to all this. So. Came into that one. What was it? You guys quoted, "We ride because they can't." Or something like that. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I think that's so cool to think about yeah. how. Well, and yeah. And I, I think, of course, I, we love the shirt, Amy. Nice shirt. That's right. Thanks, But if we, but if we think about the breathe, eat, move, sleep, and I know you were talking about this, how, how does that apply to what Jacob has done um, this summer? You know, you you look at the breathe pillar, and which is about tuning into yourself. And, and Jake, I know you had mentioned before that a lot of times you get on these bike rides, and next thing you know, you're just you're just kind of in a zone. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it turns into a routine after a while. Right. And the next thing you know, you've gone 
30 miles once in a while. Um, but and, I mean, and we would call that the, the brief pillar. We would yeah, call that a, a meditation, maybe even a moving meditation. We yeah. We well, you know, if you're a runner, meditation. some people get on the runner's yeah, high. We call exactly. it that. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, Dr. Amy has facts behind all this stuff with the, with the four pillars. But talk about maybe somebody Jake's age, 20-year-old, mm-hmm. what that does, what he's been through, maybe his diet plan, his nutrition, what he had to do. Yeah, with. well, I think it's interesting. I think for us, we believe that this breathing, move, sleep model, these four pillars pertain to people of all ages. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think that's part of why we wanted to have Jacob on here is just to get the perspective of a 20-year-old because I think it becomes obvious as we age. We all start feeling more aches and pains, and I think we have to be more diligent with our sleep, with our stress levels and all that. But, you know, even teens and 20-year-olds today um, deal with stress or when you put yourself in a strenuous situation such as biking 3,800 miles in a summer, I think you have to be a little more diligent um, with taking care of yourself. And I think that was one of the things we wanted to just get your input, like sleep. Um, I think they were pretty adamant about like there was a yeah there was a curfew, a curfew and a and light tried out. to just help you guys get the sleep you needed because obviously if you were sleep deprived don't you think that would have impacted your performance throughout the summer I mean we look at breathe eat move sleep to help people to live optimally mm-hmm. and I think what we saw Jake going through is that not that you were forced to live optimally but it behooved you to live yeah. optimally because yeah, was, 135 miles is not something you just go out and do. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Not no. me, anyway. No. I mean, yeah, it definitely starts with sleep and rest. Um, uh, some mornings, I mean, I had less sleep than others just because I couldn't fall asleep. But those mornings were definitely a lot, diff- a lot more difficult, and the rides definitely carried on you know, for longer. Yeah. Did you um, find out that you ate for survival? It was almost, it was not live to it eat, was, it was eat to live. Pretty yeah, much, every, right? every once in a while, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you definitely have a bigger appetite. Um, I would say every two hours I would, I would get hungry, no matter how much I ate. Um, I mean, burning 6,000 calories on average a day. So crazy. But, uh, and you got real efficient, though. You said initially you were eating how many granola bars? Yeah, so. I would say at the beginning, the first two weeks of the trip, you're definitely adjusting to all these, you know, different changes right. and this, the toll that your body's taking. So the first two weeks were pretty brutal, just in terms of, you know, you're being sore, fatigued, you're tired all the time. Um, but yeah, on the bike, we would eat, we'd have, you know, a lot of snacks on the way, because averaging 70, 80 miles a day, um, obviously, <clears throat> you're going to want to, you know, keep fueling up. So... Yeah, I had about probably about 12 granola bars a day for the first two weeks. Um, but after, I would say after about week three or four, I was toning it down to two, three, maybe four it's granola bars. It's unbelievable how the mind will get so efficient. Oh, uh, yeah, I think it's... Once it knows what you're doing, and you said the cadence was so important that you stayed in a... In a band? Yeah, that's more, yeah. The cadence yeah. is so important. I mean, the, 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 as, as you stay in... The same cadence all day. I mean, your muscles get more efficient because it's, it's used it to that cadence. Yeah. You, you, you know, you're, you're, you're not spiking your heart rate or anything. So, yeah, that's so cool. Well, I think muscle memory and I yeah, mean, we talk definitely. about this practice, practice, practice. It doesn't mean you know practice meditating, practice um, working your muscles, and um, then they become efficient and there's memory that is there. So, I think yeah. it's um, that was 
direct evidence of how efficient oh, yeah. your body yeah. got. That's we just did a podcast on habits mm-hmm. and think about you had a routine every day that you did discipline. and how yeah. that discipline and how that habit served you well in biking how many miles, Jay? 3,835. Miles. What people don't know is, uh, of course we know because we're all family, but Jacob has a food allergy. So he's definitely got to hone in on what he can eat and what he cannot eat Mm -hmm. uh, to get the fuel that he needs to do something like that. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I mean, how did they support you with that, Jake? I mean, so most of the time we had sponsored dinners, maybe sometimes sponsored lunch or breakfast. Um, and they, they did a great job of supporting any sort of needs in terms of, you know, food. Uh, but sometimes, you know, obviously sponsored dinners wouldn't always have the most, right. you know, the best. You uh, ate Chipotle a couple times. He's yeah. going for dairy-free, which are two of your bigger food sources when you look at any yeah. meal. So gluten and dairy. Sometimes I have to wait a little bit, um, wait till the sponsored event was over. But, I mean, most, I mean, any time, I, I think I cheated once on the trip. It was, uh, I ate a cookie. That. How did that go? Uh, I mean, it hurt my stomach, but I, it didn't really affect me too much on the bike. But it was a small cookie. So. And what about the honey bun at the end, Jacob? Well, that was that was <laughs> celebratory. <laughs> <laughs> the buddies gave him a honey bun. That'd be kind of a joke, but yeah, I took a bite of it. My stomach hurt too. <laughs> But it's amazing what your body will do. I mean, it's it's most of the time your mind that won't let you do it, but your body just takes over. You can definitely push yourself above and beyond your limits. But you definitely got optimal with it, and I know that uh, all all of us were like, okay, how does this apply back to our pillars? And again, the breathe. You kind of got into these meditations, um, you know, with the writing, you know, the the eat component. Um, That was a big part of your day. Uh, you were trying to eat as efficient as possible, mm-hmm. uh, the foods that were fueling your body. Uh, I know that one day, I think your mom and I calculated based off of your rate and how far you went, it was almost 9,000 calories. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, it's a lot. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing this day after day after day. The move, you definitely clicked that one off. Yeah, I think you You definitely hit that. your target rate sure. uh, mm-hmm. every day. Um, and then the sleep. Uh, was another part of it yeah. that um, you, oh, yeah. were, you were staying yeah. on. And you were sleeping in these really comfortable beds every night. I can't believe <laughs> yeah. that. On the floor. Yeah, yeah tell, tell us um, where you were sleeping. Yeah, so most of the time we were sleeping on church church floors, high school gymnasium floors. Wow. If we're lucky, maybe a dorm room at a university. Right. Um, uh, and you had yeah. your sleeping bag that you'd roll out, yep. blow up a little, little mattress. Mattress pad that blew up and then <clears> a sleeping bag. Which, I, I mean, it's. I mean, it shows that. I mean, a little like one of my uh, the guy, my project manager, that who kind of let James. it all. James. Great guy. He said, you know, after just get to day twenty three, because like. Um, Interesting. Isn't that usually that's like Routine. after twenty three oh, yeah, days? Yeah. It's like a. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. So he said, get to oh, twenty three. That is really. Cool. And a lot of us were, you know, mm-hmm. countdown like you know after twenty three, and then I mean next thing you know is. The time flew by, yeah. just because I mean it was long days but short weeks. So on the bike, you know, it felt long. But off the bike, it flew by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. Um, I mean, that's and, a good point because yeah. it does take about three weeks to make something a habit. Yeah. And I think if people could just remember yeah, and good. use your breathing, use your meditation, just to get yep. grit through the the tough times, um, that's pretty good point. Yeah. That was yeah, that was one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. Are you glad you did it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it was a life, lifetime. Uh, definitely something that 
I'll never be able to compare it to anything else. Yeah, but I don't think there's a lot of... There's no other person I know that has no. ever done this. Yeah, like I said, we were living vicariously through you. And to see you take off in one of my favorite cities of the world, which was Santa Barbara, California. <laughs> but yeah. the cool thing is, man, when you were taking the pictures in front of the Capitol Steps. Oh, my God. They got emotional. There was yeah. tears on that. I mean, I was bursting with pride for you. Yeah, Super man. proud of you. Not only for your... For your physical and mental efforts, but what your the ride stood for and the people that you reached out to and helped, so many people you blessed along the way. So man, we we were uh, we were grateful for the opportunity to meet you halfway there in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And to your point, Doug, I mean, we were around the bikers, the support team, and these were top notch. Yeah. Super, super cool people. Yeah. Um, you could tell that it, it had taken them just beyond the physical side of it, that there is so much to life, that there is so much to yeah. uh, helping others, uh, opening your heart up. I mean, that was cool. And you could, yeah. you could feel it yeah. in all of them. In the teamwork that was there and the support, I think that's another thing that looking from the outside in, you know, it, it usually does take a community and support and teams and friends to help you, oh, yeah. you know, think about if you're doing this by yourself versus right. what you totally gained from that team that you had. And I mean, yeah, any sort of support. I mean, from family to friends, mm-hmm. all the way to, you know, direct support, you know, daily, like my teammates and everything. So, I mean, without mm-hmm. any sort of line of support, it, not, I mean, it would not have been possible. And you had so much clothes. So what did you have? You had like uh, two pants, two jerseys. Two shirts. You had some khaki shorts. Yep. And um, and a funky tan line now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, Jacob gets so dark anyway. Oh my his gosh. Hands are bright white. That yeah, is hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. we're super proud of you. And uh, we've been you guys have been following us on this off the live journey with the breathe eat, move sleep, and uh, you'll see that this is not only something that we do individually, but it is a huge family affair. We want you guys to be a part of that team and part of that family. Super proud of Jake. He leaves uh, tomorrow to go back to Purdue University. I'm heading back to school. And uh, go back to school with a lifelong experience that he'll never, ever forget of helping people. Hey, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for watching our YouTube channel. If you like what you see, click the button down there at the bottom that says subscribe and uh, we'll get back to you. If there's anything else that you'd like to hear or know about, uh, topics that we can discuss together as a team, we'd love to do that for you. You can also check us out at shamrockwellness.com for all the coaching and consulting needs. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a See you guys. Hey, this is the OptiLive team. With your OptiLive podcast. And as always, breathe, breathe eat, move, sleep. sleep.